0: Time now for Minds Over Matter,
1: the Bay Area's favorite quiz show. Tonight, moderator Dana Rodriguez is joined by two panelists, educator Lori Fisher and music critic Joshua Kosman.
2: If you ain't wrong, you're right. If it ain't day, it's night. If you ain't sure, you might. Gotta be this or that.
0: And now here's your host, Dana
3: Rodriguez.
4: Thank you very much, Joanne, and welcome everybody to Minds Over Matter. Hope you're having a lovely holiday season, and we also hope you can spend an hour with us tonight because Minds Over Matter is an audience participation quiz program. That's very, very important to us. Uh, we would love to hear from you. So now is a good time to call. Those two numbers are area code 415. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll-free. Yes, we have a toll-free number. 866-798-8255. Again, that is 866-798-8255. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you soon. Uh, Sometimes we do get a little bit crowded toward the end of the show, but uh, please call now and we will get you on as soon as possible. 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. We'll be covering just about every subject, current events, movies, history, literature, geography, television, radio, etc. But uh, most importantly, we want to hear from you. Uh, We'll be giving you a couple of questions momentarily want to remind you of our email address, which is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. That is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1. That is the numeral one, mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to hear us in live stream, that is at K-A-L-W dot O-R-G. And, of course, the podcast should be up in a reasonable amount of time after our show tonight, also at K-A-L-W .org, and many, many other places, uh, Apple, Google, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but start with KLW. I'm sure that would be appreciated. Uh, just want to remind you again that our first show of the new year, we will be moving to Saturday morning after Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Uh, and that will be January 7th. Uh, so we will be on from 10 to 11 on Saturdays as of January 7th. I believe. So 10 to 11 on Saturday, uh, starting in January, we will be doing a show. We will not be doing a show on Christmas there. I think there's going to be a repeat of a, of a, one of our classic older shows, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <The> best stuff. <laughs> yes, I've called through the many, many classic <laughs> older shows and I, I found a, a good one. And, uh, but I also want to remind you that we will be doing a new show on new year's day because I don't want to watch football. And uh, so Lori's been kind enough to uh, to do that with me and Cameron Shaw. So we will have a brand new show on New Year's Day and that will be at five on New Year's Day. So keep that in mind. We will not be moving to Saturday until uh, January 7th. So I will remind you of that. But just to let you know right now. OK, so we're going to start with the round of introductions and the round of questions. And here's the first Joshua Cosman is here tonight to kick ass and answer trivia questions, and he's all out of bubblegum.
5: Laurie Fisher had just about finished his holiday shopping when he realized that the eighth day of Hanukkah falls exactly on Christmas Day. He's hoping that no one will complain about having latkes with Christmas dinner.
6: Yeah, I don't think anyone in my family will and our moderator Dana Rodriguez is definitely going to have that vampire versus werewolf thing figured out before he runs for the senate.
4: That's right.
6: <laughs> it's a tough it's what a brain teaser. Yeah.
4: I I must say that I was pretty impressed by by uh, Obama's riff on that when he said that that he had had the same he had wondered the same thing about the vampire versus werewolf only he did it when he was 7 years old. So uh <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was kind of cute. All right, so we will start the questioning with Laurie Fisher. Oh, right. Oh, Joshua Cosman, I'm sorry. That's
6: what I meant. That's what
4: you meant. <laughs> Make up your mind. All, yeah. all right.
5: Yeah. I'm happy to start. So I have a, a list of uh, a familiar liqueurs, flavored uh, alcoholic drinks. I just want you to tell me uh, for each one what the predominant, what the distinctive flavor of them is. Nice. Alright, so I've got eight of them in alphabetical order. They are Quantro, Creme de Cassis, Frangelico, Goldschlager, maybe it's Goldschlager, I don't know, Kalua, Midori, Sambuca, and Saint Germain. So what is the distinctive uh dominant predominant flavor in each of these liqueurs? I'll give you two each. I'll run them through again real quick. Quantro, creme de cassis, frangelico, goldschlager, Kalua, midori, sambuca, saint Germain.
4: Well I don't I don't drink, so um I think I may only know one or maybe two of these. So Quantro I think is orange flavored, isn't
5: it? That is correct. Yes, yeah. well done.
6: And and Kahlua is the one I know for sure, and
7: that's coffee.
5: Right. Okay. All right. Good. All right. And so the rest, give, the, uh, give the rest uh, the rest. The rest we're looking for the, the dominant care, you know, the distinctive care uh, flavors in each of these liqueurs creme de cassis, uh, Frangelico, Goldschlager, Midori, Sambuca, and Saint Germain. So when you say the predominant
4: flavor, you mean
5: the, the, the,
4: the, um, the fruit or, or,
5: Right is it usually a fruit the,
4: would you say or something it's often word? a fruit
5: or a flower or a nut or an herb or you know there's a there's a whole range of them um i didn't do any i didn't do any duplicates there's a like a lot of coffee liqueurs, but kalua yeah. is the only one that I put on the list okay so they're all, all right. different um they're different kinds of flavorings all right, leave that out, and Lori.
6: All right. Well, I have a question that I wrote with Josh in mind, although it might be too easy. I don't know. I I don't want to say, yep, we'll see. And I also think Dana will like half of it. I'm going to give you a list of really popular uh, tunes, and they're all based on, sometimes directly, sometimes influenced by famous classical pieces. I want to know the classical piece that this is inspired by, or in some cases it's incorporated into the song. I think you'll know all the popular ones, and Josh, you may know all the others. We'll see. we'll see. First one is American Tune by Paul Simon. Second one is "Annie Song by John Denver. Third one is Because by the Beatles. Fourth one is, one when I was in high school, Groovy Kind of Love, not by Phil Collins, who recorded it, by the Mindbenders. Hmm. Whiter Shade of Pale by Procol Harum, A classic Hello, Mother, Hello, Father by Alan Sherman. This Night by Billy Joel and Alejandro by Lady Gaga. So I'm going to go through them again. I'll give you two each. If you can get them, American Tune by Paul Simon, Annie Song by John Denver, The Cause by the Beatles, Groovy Kind of Love by uh, the Mindbenders, Whiter Shade of Pale by Procol Herm. Hello, Mudda. Hello, Fata, I think I pronounced it right. Alan Sherman, This Night by Billy Joel and Alejandro by Lady Gaga. So Dana, I'll get, I'll let you go first if you want.
4: Well. Hmm. The hello mata hello fada that's 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 the dance of the hours, isn't it? It is. Remember the composer? Um, punk was it? Poncarelli? Pon,
5: pon, pon, is that punk. Punk. Pon, thank you. Right, it's really it's good. Funny, it's from the opera La Gioconda.
6: Nice work. Okay, Josh. What about you? You want
5: a well? Uh, um, uh, I can't read my handwriting. What was the second one? Oh, Annie's so- song. Not That's right. Dem- I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, because is Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata. That's correct.
6: I didn't know about that. I read about that today. Very good. A bell for that. Okay. okay. Give one more each.
5: Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. So to American to Tune well, is. Oops, go ahead.
4: Go ahead. No, no. I, I'm still thinking. Go ahead, God, Josh. Uh,
5: this is embarrassing. I can't remember that. It's it's. It's a chorale that, that, that Bach uses in the St. Matthew Passion, but it, it goes back earlier. And I can't remember that. I'm blanking on the name of the chorale, but it's, it's um, is it, You're cl- I, I mean, you- I know that part is right, but I, yeah. I, can't, I can't summon up the name of the chorale. Isn't this terrible? Um, I should have just let it alone. Well, it might, that, it, you'll, it, you'll come it, up with yeah, it. Or someone else. someone yeah. else will come up. Yeah,
6: yeah. It's, you're, you have everything right so far. There's one more little piece. Um, I may but, have a.
4: Oh, go ahead, Josh.
5: Go no, ahead. I was just going to say the embarrassing thing about it is that I I knew American Tune quite well before I'd ever heard the Bach Bo- St. Matthew Passion. So I, you no, should no have, kidding. You should have wow. seen me sit up in my chair the first time. <laughs> like, Wait a minute, Bach stole Anyways. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Damon.
4: Um, no, I may have a piece of an answer, but I know I don't have the whole thing. The Annie song, which is the one I, I keep thinking of, I think that has something to do with Tchaikovsky, but but uh, but I don't know, I don't remember which Tchaikovsky piece it is.
5: So. Josh,
6: can you fill it in? It's no, kind of,
5: I I don't know that. I, I an- you, it, it, there's there's Annie's song, and there's there's like a different one that's Franny's song or or or. Manny's song or something. It's a, I, I get it's
4: them a, confused. It's, it's a not, slow movement of something by Tchaikovsky,
5: but I'm not
8: sure. Sing it, sing
5: it, Dana. How
8: does I it can't
4: because I don't you, remember it well fill enough. Up
6: I, my son,
5: there you go. Oh, oh, that's Annie's then. song. Okay, yeah, that's Annie's song. And if that's what's what's the, what's sing, the what by Kenny Loggins it, then. Or Loggins and Messina. I'll get back to that now. All right, okay. I'm okay. asking the question, right? Now. All right. Sorry. It's, it's <laughs> but, one of the symphonies, Josh. It's yeah. one of the symphonies, but yeah. if, uh,
4: it's the slow movement of one of the symphonies. But I, I and, and don't, oh and, my
5: god, it, It's right. it's the horn. It's the horn solo from the Tchaikovsky Fifth Symphony. That's, okay, there I never go. noticed. I mean, I know that as as um, Moon Love by Glenn Miller and the Glenn Miller Orchestra. Oh, oh that's, that's great. great. But I never realized it's also in. I'll oh, be darned. Okay. Second
6: movement of the Fifth Symphony. Good teamwork,
5: guys. All right. All right. Could All it right. be moon yeah. Oh, Nice. Yeah, yeah, that's it. All right. All right, All right. Cool. good job. Good work.
4: All right, uh, Laurie, why don't you give the ones that are still out? Uh,
6: American Tune by Paul Simon is half out. Josh gave it the outline of it. Groovy Kind of Love by The Mindbenders, Whiter Shade of Pale, Procol Harum. This Night by Billy Joel and Alejandro by Lady Gaga.
4: All right. And uh, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds of Matter.
3: Good evening, Tom and Debbie in Napa. Hi. Hi. Hey, so, a couple guesses on the liquor. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my favorite, St. Germain, is, of course, elderflower.
5: That's correct. Absolutely
3: delectable. I, I think Midori cool. is, is melon. That is right. And maybe cassis, licorice? No. No. Okay. Um, so my question, uh, what was the first animated film to ever be nominated for Best Picture? Hmm.
4: Wasn't Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs nominated for Best Picture, or did that win a special Oscar? Uh, I don't think so. Was it? Yeah,
3: it didn't show up in any of my lists. Um, okay, that's, no, that's it, fine.
4: Isn't it, is not it a Pixar movie?
3: Hmm, it was in 1991. And this was before they established that best animated feature category. So it was competing against all films. Not that that oh. helps you identify, but 1991 animated film, first ever nominated big, best picture. And is, I don't know if it's Pixar or not. You'll be able to tell me.
6: Was it a Disney?
3: I, I believe so. So. <laughs> Beauty, mm. How
8: about Beauty and the
3: Beast? Ding! All right, <laughs> All right good job. Oh, That's exactly nice. right, 1991. And I guess in, in 2002 is when they set up their own category for animated feature. And can you name some of the films since then? For some reason, I only have four that, that won in that category since 2002. Well, Up Up must yeah. be one. Uh-huh.
6: And it's... Um, Frozen, Frozen. I don't have it here, but I. It might, it might not be. I don't
5: know. Yeah. I would. I would. I would guess that Coco must have won, right? Which one? Coco. Mm,
3: don't know that one either. Mm.
5: Don't know
6: then. We're not up on our animated films.
4: Yeah.
3: Well, I have it, Shrek Encanto, Toy Story Three, and Ryan and the Lost Dragon, Last well, Dragon.
5: All right. Good, good. Good list.
3: So, um, last question. Doctors uh, successfully removed a brain tumor for a patient uh, in Italy who remained fully conscious during the entire nine-hour procedure. And he did what during that procedure? They wanted to be able to map his brain, so they needed him awake and functional in this regard. Can you tell me what this uh, 35-year-old gentleman did for what,
6: for... what What the patient did? Yeah. Did, did, well, did they I,
3: operated on him. To
6: demonstrate that he was conscious? Is that it?
3: They wanted to map the brain firing, um, specifically to protect this skill he had uh, and not touch that part of, of the brain, if they could avoid it. Was it or was he to- either talking or reading, then? no.
6: Right. Was it verbal?
3: Was it what?
6: In, was, was, was the patient doing something verbally, or was he doing something...
3: He was certainly was it, using his lungs. What? Singing? Oh. Or whistling? Um, and a little more equipment.
9: <laughs> playing playing the, an instrument? Playing the sure. trumpet. Yeah,
3: correct. He, he played, oh. specifically played the saxophone for nine hours, including the Italian national anthem and the theme from Love Story and this wow. enabled them to see the areas that if they were to compromise them, he'd no longer be able to play the sax. That seems to be the, the gist of the approach. So. Well,
4: he must be in the Guinness Book of World Records now. For some
3: He's The only <laughs> man who played a
4: saxophone while getting brain surgery.
3: I like it. Often For nine hours. Though.
6: And it didn't get in the way of the surgery, huh? That seems...
3: No, and they've got a picture of him. He's behind the shrouds, and there he is with, with his gold saxophone, and they're wow. working away <laughs> in his head. So.
4: That's wild.
3: All righty. Thank you for the
4: Thanks. show. Good evening. Thank you. And
3: Bye-bye. go Niners. <laughs> All right. Good
4: night. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We are here every Sunday at 5 p.m. Well, Actually, we're only here on Sunday at 5 p.m. for a couple more Sundays. And then on January 7th, we are moving to Saturday morning at 10 p.m. Or 10 a.m., excuse me. After Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, please remember that. Uh, Saturday, January 7th, we will start at 10 a.m. after Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Uh, and we hope you will join us there. Uh, let's see. Our panel tonight, that would be uh, Joshua Cosman, music critic for the San Francisco Chronicle, and Lori Fisher, teacher at Diablo Valley College. I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez, and you're listening to us on 91.7 FM, that is KALW, your local public radio station. All right. Let me give you a couple questions here. Uh, a group of academics has recently published a study calling this easily the most misspelled major city name in America. What is it? Albuquerque. No, it's not necessarily about length. Uh, in other words, you it's know, a, it's... Just,
6: it's just tough no. to, well, I, I have trouble spelling that. Okay, but it, it's... Okay, it, it's an American city.
5: It's an American oh, city. Oh, I it's, know what it is. All right, go ahead, Josh. It's Cincinnati because people spell it with one N and two T's.
4: It is not Cincinnati, though. That's a perfectly logical guess. Okay. Uh, So once more, a group of academics have recently published a study calling this easily the most misspelled major city name in America. What is the city name? And uh, second question, what are the five countries where the tourists most outnumber the population. The amount of tourists they get each year most outnumber the population. What are the five countries in the world where the amount of tourists they get each year most outnumber the population? And I'll give you each one guess.
5: Huh. Go ahead, Josh. I'm thinking I got to think it through, you know, I mean,
6: jo- Joanne says Italy. I don't think so.
5: No, okay. no. <laughs> So once more, uh,
4: what are the five countries uh, in the world where the amount of tourists they get most outnumber the population?
6: I'm going to guess Portugal.
4: Not Portugal.
5: I'm starting to think it isn't isn't any place that has a significant, you know, it's got to be some, you know, not Monaco because they don't have as much, mm, something like Malta. Very
4: good. Malta
5: is actually number
4: five. Oh,
5: okay. Nice work.
4: Good job on that. Yes. So I'm looking for the five countries in the world where the amount of tourists they get each year most outnumber the population of the country. Malta is number five. And the first question was a group of academics have recently published a study calling this easily the most misspelled major city name in America. What is it? And the two numbers to join us are area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. Let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter.
8: Hi, how are you? Good. So, you know, with all of this hate and anti-Semitism that's going around this country, i will actually define the word somatic. Does it refer to group, ethnic group, racial group, Religious group or linguistics group? Group of language, I mean, what I mean.
2: Good
4: question.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like to get the head out
4: of it. Take a guess. All right. I didn't, I'm not sure I understood the first part of that question. What, what was it again? You...
8: The word semantic. not sematic, sematic. sematic. Okay. Oh, yeah, semantic. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, language, uh, ethnic, racial, religion, or religion. What does it refer to? Semitic, being Semitic.
6: I'm going to say ethnic.
8: No, linguistic okay. term. It is a linguistic term. It covers Arabic, Hebrew, Aramaic, and, um, um Harry, believe it or not, uh, and some other, some other small Thai language. And really, the more people get educated, the more we have less of this nonsense that's going on. The Greeks did tremendous, uh, awful translation of the Bible and other things. Uh, that messed up this thing, names and whatever. So it is actually linguistic. So with that definition, Arabs are Semitic, truly. You know, it is not unique to our beautiful, good Jewish family. It is it applied to everybody in the Middle East. Okay, second question about sugars. was like sweet stuff, very quickly. So we know there is sucrose, there is glucose, there is maltose, there is lactose, and there is flactose. So I'll, tell me the source. So close is the table sugar, what is the main source for it? Where do we get it from?
6: Sugar cane.
8: Very good. What's the other thing? Another, another plant. Red, red, red. A
5: red. beets? Sugar beets.
8: Beets. Right. <laughs> okay. How about mal- how about, how about lactose? That's the easy one. Lactose. That's the
5: easy one. Lactose yeah. is from
8: milk. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. How about maltose? Maltose, Grain, Fractose. grain, yeah. grain, yeah. and some another and fruit. Which fruit? Yellow one. Start with a pineapple.
5: No bananas. Bananas. bananas.
8: It is bananas. okay. The last one, fractals.
5: That's mm. from other fr- other fruits,
8: I think. Other fruits actually it come from all fruits. How about yeah. uh, glucose? There is one that ha- very rich in glucose.
10: Don't know.
8: I will tell you because time is short. I don't like to have as much time as some of your other audience do. So from grapes, grapes. Now the beautiful thing about it is, whatever sugar you eat, our stomach turns it all to glucose. The only thing can our body does, I mean, absorb to produce energy is glucose. Everything is primary sugar, glucose. Glucose and fructose are primary primary sugar. Sucrose and maltose and other they are uh, multiple sugar put together. Thank you. Always a good show. And, uh, Thank so you, E. Uh, right. Take care. Bye-bye.
4: Bye-bye. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. Uh, we're here every Sunday at 5 for the next couple of Sundays. And then in January, January 7th, we are moving to Saturday morning at 10 a.m. after Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. So we hope you will join us there. And in the meantime, Josh, I believe it's your turn.
5: All right. I have a question that I have stolen unapologetically from uh, Learned League, the online trivia league, and I, because I know you, neither of you guys is in there, so I can float this uh, question with proper attribution. There are three US state capitals that are the only ones to begin with their respective letters. You know how like Yemen is the only country that starts with Y. There are three US state capitals that are like that, that are the only. Uh, cities the only state capitals to begin with their respective letters what are they is pier one it is not one because of providence rhode island oh i'm sorry and phoenix arizona
4: (laughs) okay
6: so uh dana we'll we'll consult that oklahoma city came to mind that's not my uh, are there other o's you can think of quickly
4: Not right offhand, but then I'm frequently wrong about these things. Um, I'm
6: going with Oklahoma
5: City. How's that? It's a good guess, but there are people in Washington State who might object. Oh, that's right. The Olympians. All right. Yes. (laughs) I
6: forgot about them, of course. Okay. One does. All right. Go over
5: over the whole thing. All right. So the question is, there are three U.S. state capitals that are the only ones to begin with their respective letters. Um, What are those? Um, it's it's not Pierre. It's not Oklahoma City.
10: All
6: right. I, I hate the dead air. Har, uh, Dana, I'll run this by you. Oh,
5: uh, uh, um,
4: uh, Alaska, Juneau.
5: Juneau. Good guess. Unfortunately, no. Missouri has a state capital that you're also. Right, you're right. You're right. right.
4: You're right. How about right.
6: Uh, Dana? How about Harrisburg? Is there another H? Yes,
4: Helena, Montana, for instance. Yeah.
6: Uh, (laughs) it's not as easy as it looks joanne is guessing boise how about that
5: boise is good unless you're in boston which (laughs) (laughs) kind of screws you up All All
6: all right
5: all right let's leave it out there someone else will have better luck with that
6: it's a good question is there another
5: yeah never mind uh
4: okay uh, just give the question just once. All right.
5: There are three U.S. state capitals that are the only ones to begin with their respective letters. Uh, what are they? Trenton, New Jersey. No. <laughs> Tallahassee, Florida kicks that you're one. Right, on you're right. Okay. <laughs> All right.
4: And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Ever Matter.
2: Hi, this is Steve from Sunnyvale. Thank you for taking Hi. my call. Oh, thank you. great,, Yes, sir. Um, so, who was the first art recording artist to record "You Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog"?
5: Hmm. Was
11: before. The
4: Elvis way you ask Elvis this question would
5: apply to, to me that it's certainly not Elvis <laughs> Presley. No, it's Big Mama Thornton, isn't it? That's yes, right.
2: That's correct. That's correct. Good Good job. Okay. Uh, Good work. Quick follow. Quick follow-up question, please. What what song did Ella Mae Thornton? Right that Janice Joplin made famous.
5: Ooh. Uh Peace in my heart.
6: Nope. She
2: she didn't oh.
5: write
6: who wrote me and Bobby McGee? Chris that Trump. was Chris Christopher. Yeah. No,
5: I'm gonna can I take another guess? Because I think I remember now what the answer is. Is it tell mama? No, sir. Alright, then I'll sure. stop.
2: Oh, what the answer?
4: Yeah,
2: go ahead. Ball, ball and chain. Oh, terrific! Oh. Yeah, it's huh. good. Yeah. Okay, I I have some quick answers, please. I don't know if they're mm-hmm. right. On the right. liqueurs, without identifying any particular liqueur, liqueur, is licorice or chocolate the flavors? Some of the, some uh, of
5: the there's no chocolate. One of the ones I mentioned is is anise, which is you know functionally similar. Do you have any do you have a guess of which one
2: uh, I'd like to say Uzo, but you didn't say Uzo
5: so. I didn't say Uzo no right, uh,
2: right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm not sure <laughs> okay all I, right I have more answers for the for the tourist countries is Iceland one of them
4: Ooh. Iceland is just out of the top five so it's not one of the top five anyway.
2: Okay, how about for the capitals? In, Indian uh, so Indianapolis? Is that a capital?
5: That is
0: correct. Well
4: done. Ooh,
0: Here's nice. bell.
2: Okay, I uh, thought I had one more question. Uh, maybe that's, I think I got a lot of scribbling notes here. Well, thank you for taking my call, and go Argentina.
4: All right.
5: <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
6: So I have a guess on the capital. How about Frankfurt?
5: Yes. All right. That is correct.
4: Frankfurt, mm-hmm. Kentucky. Good job.
5: There we go. Good.
4: Wait a minute, Frankfurt, all right, um, um, Nashville.
5: That is correct. That's all it. right, now you got go. it. Frankfurt, Indianapolis, Nashville. I'm just looking at these now and realizing they're all kind of clustered together. It must be a yeah, thing. The,
4: the fourth yeah. time is a charm.
5: Uh, Dana, well done,
6: Dana. How about on the countries? How about Vatican City? Does that count as a country? Oh, these no, days?
4: that's a great guess, but nowhere oh, weirdly that, enough. Oh,
2: that's
6: hard to believe. And yeah.
4: I, Oh, that's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard to believe. Uh, okay, and uh, Lori, it is your turn.
6: Okay, Well I have time for this question. Last night uh, Saturday Night Live was hosted by Martin Short and Steve Martin, and I was wondering how many other times two people hosted the show. Quite a few, so I'm limiting the question to married couples and siblings. I'm looking <laughs> for married couples and siblings. There's five married couples and three sets of siblings that have hosted... Saturday Night Live at some time in its long, wonderful history.
4: Well, I, didn't still and Mira do one Saturday Night Live? No, they really, didn't. they no. do not.
5: I've married couples, three That's sets of siblings. Correct. How about? Michael, what's his name, and Jill, Michael Tuckenberry and the 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 Tuckerberries, whatever their names were, Michael Tucker Tuckle Tucker and Jill Eikenberry. There we go.
6: No, okay, they're not, they're not on there. From LA,
5: the LA law From people, LA, exactly. Yeah, not them. They had their moment in the sun. They were wonderful. Good. They did.
4: Didn't somebody host with their mother? Yes,
5: I
6: did. I left that off the list. Do you remember who it was? Somebody. It's somebody British.
4: Um, like Michael Palin or something like that.
6: That's exactly right. Give me right. Michael Palin and Mary Palin. I didn't have the the uh, parent child thing, but that's it. That's a double bell. Very good. All
1: so right, we're, sure. we're still
6: looking for married couples and siblings. Five marrieds and um, siblings mm-hmm. and Joanne guessed the Halls, Jake and Maggie. They have they did not host together. I think they've done it separately.
4: Okay.
5: Gonna All right. I'm going to take uh, one more guess, which is yeah. um, what about Luke and Owen Wilson?
6: No. Boy, yeah. I think they were. That's a good guess. So. Yeah. Anyway, right. so we're looking for um, uh, two people who have hosted Seven Night Live together. And we're looking for three sets of siblings and five married couples. It's a and great question. So uh, Dana got Michael Palin and Mary Palin, mother, son, and now we're looking for the rest. So call them
4: in. All right. Cool. And the two numbers to join us with a question or answer, area code 415 Eight four one four one three four, or toll free 866-798-8255 we look forward to hearing from you so give us a call and let's go to a call right now Hi, you're on Minds of a Matter
7: Hi, it's Peter Iverno Hi For uh, Hard to Spell Cities how about Poughkeepsie?
4: Hmm, that's good I, but hard. don't it's not This is a major, let's see, how can I, I, I'm trying to frame it in such a way. It's not necessarily about length. It's about common misspelling. And so, so basically their point was this is the most major city in the U.S., that is the most misspelled. Has the most misspelled name. Does, does uh, it have
6: si- silent letters in it, or the, that kind of thing?
4: I would say not. Don't 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 think in okay. those terms. Or no, or no
6: A-E-I-O-U, just a e i o u. Just the y is a vowel kind of deal.
4: No, no, mm.
7: no. am mm.
6: desperate.
4: Uh, but not that anyway. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please.
7: And uh, the uh, uh, crème de cassis is uh, black currant.
5: That is correct.
7: Good job. Mm-hmm. The only reason I know that is because uh, my wife asked me a couple of days ago, it was in a recipe, and I had to look it up. <laughs>
5: <laughs> nice. Good timing. Uh,
7: I have a question. Yes. In the, in the 1930s and 40s, there were two anti-fascist partisan leaders nicknamed the pig and the cat. In their language, uh, those two names were homonyms for the words pig and cat. Um, The pig was the military leader and the cat was the political leader. After World War II, um, both had very successful political careers, yet today the pig is almost entirely forgotten, while the cat uh, is a uh, well-known historical figure. Um, Who was the cat? And extra points if you can name the pig. These are <laughs> both people from the same country. Yes. So and, I'm sorry.
4: Just to, I just want to uh, make sure I understand the background here. They're both anti-fascist. Yes. Leaders, correct. Yes. And um, so, are is the country would the country have been then? No, it doesn't exist now.
5: Yugoslavia. No. Okay. And and what did you say about the homo- homonyms or the homophones of the two, the, the words in their language? That was the part I didn't get.
7: Oh, they the, um, their names are uh, homonyms for the words pig and hat. Oh, cat in the, in the, their these language.
5: people's actual names. That's why they were yes. called that. Yes, exactly. Oh, uh, I see. They're, they're okay. oddly see. appropriate. In their uh, native language. In their native yes. language. And may I yes. also
4: ask... Uh, you said they are anti-fascist leaders. So, was there a fascist? Um, was there a fascist regime that they were fighting in their own country?
7: Well, um, there was a fascist invasion that they were fighting.
4: I see. Okay. So, in other words, for instance, mm-hmm. either Nazi Germany or fascist Italy uh, invaded their country. May I? May I possibly assume that?
7: Not those two,
4: another Not those two. Oh. country. Okay. Huh. Give it to could this a, be Japan, Japan then? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Japan invaded
5: their country. So is it? So China? Is the, cat? the cat? Is the cat is Mao China. Zedong? Mao Zedong? Yes. Very
4: good. Yeah. So yes. Mao, oh, and, nice. Mao and Mao uh, and and uh, huh. uh, the nationalist leader. Um, General Cash My Check, as they used to be, as they used to call it. uh, Chiang Kai-shek.
7: Uh, n- no, the, the, uh, the pig was a, um, uh, was a communist.
4: Oh, okay. So, not Cho En Lai, was the one that, the one that died in the plane crash,
7: is that, no, is that the No, one? not Li no? Yao, no. Okay. No, see, people don't know his name uh, for some reason. All right.
11: <laughs>
8: we, we
7: don't either. <laughs>
8: yeah, we're among his the name was, was Zhu da. Don't know
7: him. All right. All uh, right. W- when uh, when uh, Mao became Chairman Mao, he became Vice Chairman Zhu. Hmm. All right. Good. Good. Nice. So, well known in China. The Re- rest of the world doesn't know him.
4: Well, I think we proved that. <laughs> uh, yes. No, thank you for the question. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. Uh, We're here for the next few Sundays at 5 p.m. Then in January, January 7th, we are moving to Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. We do hope you will join us there. Uh, Just also want to remind you, we will be doing, we we do not have a new show on Christmas, but we will have a new show at 5 on New Year's Day. So we do hope you will take time off of football and join us then. I think it is my turn, but before we get to that, let's quickly repeat any questions that have not been answered. And uh, Josh will start with you.
5: Sure. I'm just there's a couple more uh, liqueurs that I'm looking for the flavors of. One is Frangelico, one is Goldschläger, one is Sambuca. That's all I got. And you're
4: looking for the dominant flavor, the dominant flavor in each flavor
5: of those. Space. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the-
6: I am looking for the classical music. Inspiration um, for these Popular songs uh, American Tune by Paul Simon Groovy Kind of Love by the Mindbenders Whiter Shade of Pale by Procol Harum, This Night by Billy Joel And Alejandro by Lady Gaga And then I'm looking for P- uh, Two people who hosted Saturday Night Live at the same time In this case I'm looking for Five married couples and three sets Of siblings and we don't have any of them Although they got Michael and Mary Palin.
4: Oh, so wait. Um, so you're only you're only looking for married couples and siblings then? Is that, yeah, is that they, what you're saying? There's many
6: others, like Martin Short and uh, Steve Martin. But yeah, I limited to the, just those. So,
4: okay. Because I remember that Peter Cook and Dudley Moore did it, but yeah. they're not obviously married or siblings. So Yeah, and there are there
6: uh, a bunch more of those than I remember, kind of comedy teams or people have been in a movie together. But that's why I limited to uh, Siblings and marriages.
4: Okay. And I'm looking for the uh, five countries uh, where the tourists, the tourists they get in a yearly basis, most outnumber the population of that country. The five countries where the tourists, the amount of tourists they get each year, most outnumber the population. So far we have Malta. I'm looking for the other four on that list. And uh, a group of academics have recently published a study calling this major American city, the most easily easily the one with the most misspelled name. Uh, what city is that? And it's not, don't be seduced by length. It's not necessarily about the length of the name. Uh, it's just about the misspelling that most people uh, make when they try to write the name. Alright, so it is my turn here. I'm not going to give you a long list question. I'll save that for another time. But I um, so you may remember a few weeks ago, maybe a month, I asked about the two most commonly, uh, most common women's first names over 10 letters, okay, or 10 letters or more. So I'm going to do that with men now. So in the U.S., this is according to the Census Bureau, Bureau, uh, what are the two most common men's first names in the United States that have 10 or more letters, what are the two most common men's first names in the United States that have ten or more letters?
5: What were the What were the women's names? I wasn't here that week.
4: Oh gosh, uh, I forgot. <laughs> okay, it'll I, come uh, to me in a second. It'll it'll come. In. But but I don't I don't have it. There.
6: I was I should remember. I remember guessing Elizabeth, which would have been good. Except yeah, that maybe now that, no, that wasn't one
4: though. Was. No, it hasn't. No, because it's not. not that was the first thing I thought. Oh, uh, yeah, Gerald? Not Geraldine. Uh, Anyway, it'll come to me in a second. All right,
5: all right. But Um, meanwhile, men's names of at least 10 letters.
4: Yes, the two most common men's names in the United States that have men's first names that have 10 or more letters.
6: Jebediah is probably not as popular as it used to be. No, not Not as much as
5: it used to be. (laughs) Also, (laughs) it's only nine letters.
4: (laughs) Is is it really? (laughs)
5: Uh, Very good. uh
4: so keep that in wow. mind All right.
5: we'll keep in, We'll keep thinking about it
4: all right and uh, the two numbers to join us area code 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255 we want to hear from you so give us a call if you can and let's go to a call right now hi you're on Minds Over Matter
1: hi this is Nancy from Berkeley hi Nancy hi and um, I have a question um about songs that uh, that were taken from classical music. Uh, one is um, Kismet. the, the mm-hmm. show Kismet.
5: And the question is, where does the music come from?
1: Yeah, where does the music come from?
5: It's from it's from uh, Prince Igor by by Bo- the opera by Borodin.
1: Right, and the other one is um, um, it's a very Famous, I should call infamous song that's taken from, I believe it's Haydn's Horn Concerto.
6: Huh? And you want the name of the infamous song?
4: The infamous song. So when you say it's an infamous song, are you talking about something like Gloomy Sunday? No. <laughs> um, Very infamous. Why is, may, may we ask why the song is infamous or does that give it away?
1: I will give it away.
5: And are you sure about the Haydn Horn Concerto? Because I can't remember there being such um, a piece.
1: I, I think, I think so. But I okay, all right. I, I just but he wrote a lot, uh, so the uh, top of my head. So mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of what makes songs horn, like, I, infamous.
1: Something from from of Haydn's, anyways.
6: Yeah, is the song
5: infamous? Oh, oh, it's not. It's not a Horn Concerto. It's a String Quartet. You're thinking yes. of, yes. It's a, yeah, it's a string quartet. You're thinking of Deutschland über alles, yes. which oh. is from the... There yes. you go. A, uh, and
1: yeah. I just wanted to say that I am so unhappy of your change in time because it interferes with the Metropolitan Saturday opera performance.
10: Oh, oh yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs>
1: terrible. And one other thing is that, and this is for Joshua, that I am yeah. so... Unhappy that you missed Max Venograph's um, concert. Oh,
5: his yeah, in Berkeley the other day. I'm oh, sorry oh, we missed God. it. It was wonderful, huh?
1: Oh, extraordinary! You know, it's the first time he's been here since his 21st birthday. Really? Um, and that was the those. These are the two only times. And he, oh dear, he so enjoyed playing that it was just it was magnificent.
5: Oh, I'm sorry I missed it. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank yeah. you for that.
1: And I'm so sorry about you conflicting with the Met Opera.
5: Yeah.
4: Well, yeah. it wasn't our first choice, but it's I'm just sure. sort of what to where we landed.
1: Okay, so. thank you so much.
4: Thank you. All
1: right, bye-bye.
4: Bye-bye. And next call? Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter.
10: Oh, hi, this is Colin from Oakland. Um
4: Hi. And, uh, let's see. So, um,
10: an answer, a couple guesses, and a question. So, um, let's see. The Billy Joel of this night, this night, um, that's from a Beethoven piano sonata. I, I think it's the, is it the Pathetique? Is there right? It is
6: absolutely correct. Very yeah. done, good really, job. Done very deliberately, too, by Billy Joel. Thank you.
10: Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. Um, I was also
4: going to guess Vatican City. That's got to be on that list. I
10: time. agree. You.
4: you would think, but it's uh, not according to this, anyway. Right. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, let's see, as far as Miss Brown City, how about Phoenix, maybe? Ooh. No, that's a very good guess, but no.
10: Okay. All right. And then I was just curious if you guys know the top five tallest presidents.
6: Top five say it again?
5: Tallest.
10: tallest. Well, Lincoln. Lincoln, Lincoln, is Lincoln for sure. Yeah. Lincoln at six four is number one, yep. Trump yes. how about Trump? Yep, Trump is number three at six three.
4: I think George H.W. Bush is just up there too maybe. He's up there. I think he's in the top 10 but not quite top 5.
5: Okay. Is he taller than the than his son? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's he like 6'2", maybe or something, uh,
10: something like
5: that. And
4: 30. um uh, Clinton, is Clinton one? Yeah, Clinton is in the top 5 at uh 6'12. So just okay. over
10: GW, yeah.
5: Lincoln, Trump, Clinton.
10: Oh, uh, okay. It was well, f- Ford. Uh, there's a, there's another 20th century in there and one uh, 18th century. That's
4: uh, 18th. Well, oh, Jefferson. Jefferson?
10: Yeah, exactly. Jefferson was also 6'2 and a half. So him and Bill Clinton were are kind of tied oh. for 4th, I guess, actually. All right.
4: And then um, is Obama one of them? No, he's only the top 10, too. I think he's six like six two or
10: 6'1 and a half, something like that. Mm-hmm.
6: So would okay. you Wilson tall enough?
4: Oh, sorry, I didn't hear
6: that. Wilson?
4: Uh, no, not Wilson. Okay. So who are we... Let's see now. Um, We're missing, are we missing, 20th one? Yeah. We're missing uh, one
5: 20th century president.
4: One 20th century president. So... Yeah.
5: so how how about Gerald Ford?
10: No, not Ford.
5: Okay.
4: Um, mm.
5: Huh.
4: Yeah. Uh, Kennedy? Oh, Johnson. Yeah,
10: uh, exactly. Yeah, LBJ. Yep, he was nice. All right. three and a half, so he's number two. Good. Okay. Wow. Um,
4: good,
10: question. Um, good question. Thank you. Absolutely, yeah. Enjoy the show so much. Thanks. Have a good night.
4: Thank you very much. Appreciate your call. And okay, uh, Josh, I'll ask you, since you're the guest uh, that comes on least frequently here, yeah. um, mm-hmm. do you have a you have a short question you want I to have ask? a
5: short question that I've been saving up for when I was on the show with Lori cuz we we like right. the same sort of classic rock stuff dad rock. Here's a question for you about the Rolling Stones. This All right. All right. Uh, according to so the 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 drummer for the Rolling Stones, the late great Charlie Watts, according to his biographer, what is the fastest song the Rolling Stones ever recorded?
6: Oh wow. Was it one of their hits?
5: No. But it's okay. one you know, <laughs> okay. You know, it's. Yeah. I think you know. I don't know what you know. Yeah, we but like- um, it's certainly it's you know it's not an obscurity. All right.
4: When you That's say good. fastest, you mean fastest tempo?
5: Correct. Is that what you're saying? Yes.
6: Yeah. Most most beats per minute. Most
5: most beats per minute
6: <laughs> or per second, whatever they do. Oh yeah, exactly. All right.
5: All and right. I I checked this out. I thought about this, and I I. I played it against some other, you know, up against some, yeah, some other possible candidates, and it's definitely the fastest. Wow. All right.
4: So when you say the fastest, no, I don't know the answer to this. Uh, So is it fastest because, is it like sort of a rockabilly kind of song, like fast? It's
5: pretty much like that, yeah. Good good start.
4: Okay. All right.
6: So is it haunted? no it can't be honky-tonk woman
4: no that's not
6: nearly fast enough right? Not nearly fast yeah enough. i'm trying to think of something mm. in that uh, all I, right leave it out no, that's right. yeah, good some, yeah some no, I, i'm, I'm going to all of them seem moderate yeah none of them seem Eight. as fast as long tall Sally or something <laughs> exactly <like that>. exactly
4: <laughs> yeah. all yeah, right
6: great great question i love that and yeah.
4: let's go to a call are you on minds ever matter
0: um hi i have a uh... Answers and I, I'll try Joshua's last question. I think the fastest Rolling Stones song might be "Rip This Joint."
5: Wow, that was fast! Well done. Yeah. You no. are horrendous. way to go. Okay, nice. yeah.
0: wow. All oh, right, this is David from Berkeley, by the way. Hi, Part of Hi, David Berkeley. and Nancy from Berkeley, but she's in the other room. Um, bring, her, bring I have a couple of <laughs> other answers. Um, um, uh, American Tune. Uh, Joshua was a grad student when I was in a music major at UC Berkeley. We heard um, "O Haupt voll Blut und Wunden" many times. The chorale, which is sometimes translated as "O head," well, the, the nice version is "O sacred head surrounded," but the, the real translation is "O head full of blood and wounds," which yes. is um, which Bach set many times based on an old tune by a fellow named Hassler, who lived over 100 years earlier, who wrote a. A love song with to that tune.
6: You, so, to coin the phrase, nailed it. Very good. Oh, good job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sacred and, and uh, not it. I like your version better. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, wider Seder pale is often falsely called a um, a a, a, re, a do, redoing of a Bach piece. Uh, like it's, it's similar to Air on a G String. And there's another piece that it's also like, but it's not. It's a completely original composition, and it's not wow. based on any.
6: That's interesting. So check it out. My, my notes it. said it, that. It, tell me if this is right. My notes said it's loosely based on Bach's uh, uh, orchestral suite number no. five, commonly known as "Air on a G String," but it's wrong. Huh? Very well. Give yeah, him a it's really that. not.
0: He was inspired by by, sure. by Bach pieces, uh, and um, mm-hmm. and I think actually the composer didn't. Uh, the, the guy who wrote the tune, I don't think, was the organist on the tune. So he was the, the organist was the one that came up with, with that. But then. Um, Oh, okay, a couple of, I'll try to be quick. I, what about Montpelier, Vermont, as a U.S. capital?
5: Ooh. With a unique initial Oh, letter. no, the, that one's been guessed. There is another M, and if you give me a minute, I'll think of what it is. Uh, it's, it's, Montpelier is not unique. But it's hard to spell. Uh, Montgomery, <laughs> Alabama is also uh, Alabama. Okay. That's good.
0: All right. Here's to the Montes. Um, and um, follow up quick follow-up on Eves uh, to clarify about uh, the Semitic language group. Um, the interesting thing, though, is like where the, the term anti anti-semi- Semitism was coined by people who hated Jews. Uh, anybody know where and when the League of Anti Semites was founded? The Anti Semitic League. It wasn't necessarily in the English language, but where and when did that group found itself? And that's where the word anti Semitism comes from. It's from uh. these
5: anti Jewish
3: people.
0: Anyone mm, know?
5: I don't know. I don't no. know. Sounds like a 19th century thing, huh?
0: That's right. You'll never guess what country no. it was.
5: Uh, Germany? Germany? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, sad. You, Josh right. did guess. Yes. Yes.
0: 1880. Um, thanks so much uh, for your wonderful program.
5: Thanks, David. Thank you. Appreciate
0: Thank you. it.
4: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We'll take as many calls as we can in the next few minutes. Before the show is over for today, uh, please give us a call if you'd like. 415-841-4134. We're toll-free, 866-798-8255. And let's see. uh, Next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter.
9: Hi, it's Tom in Southern California. Hi, Hi, Jamie, Josh, Lori. Is frangelico is almond, I think?
5: Uh, close, but not quite right. It's, Ooh, a nut. it's a it's Hazelnut is correct. That's right.
9: Uh, okay. okay, and then Sambuca must be the anise one, I think.
5: That is correct, yes.
9: Okay. And Goldschlager is, I don't know, lager? Here? <laughs> lager no, flavor? No. No, um, no. Okay, Um I don't have any guesses on the men's name. I know one of the w- women's name was Marguerite. I think.
5: That's Thank right. Thank you. Um, okay. Yeah.
9: But I I can't remember the other one. Um, the five countries with the tourists outnumbering the population. How about Singapore? No.
5: Um,
9: no. That's what I was wow. going to wow. guess too. Okay. Or Australia? No. 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 Wow. Uh, no. Thailand. No
4: or dubai uh no but there's a country that's relatively close to dubai there
5: the emirates uae um well that's part of it i mean how about Qatar?
4: oh it is no. that's right you're right
5: you're right. maybe
4: right at the moment but no
5: oh okay no okay um
9: and let's see Some of the duo hosts or sibling hosts how about did uh, donnie and marie host in the dark oh. years of the 80s
6: Donnie and Reed never hosted and either individually or together so no ah, good okay. guess
9: yeah uh, the Smothers Brothers I'm sure hosted they did host
5: very good good Smothers. job nice first set of the brothers yes
9: and uh, maybe I don't know the Stallones Frank and Sylvester <laughs> <laughs> Frank Stallone <laughs> no probably great not great
6: guess I don't think he ever got elevated quite that okay. high yeah
9: uh, and, uh, maybe Alec and Kim Basinger? Alec Baldwin? Yes. Kim Basinger? Alec
6: Baldwin and Kim oh. Basinger
9: did. Yeah. Oh. 94, good. Wow. Well. All right, you're hot. Uh, I think that's all I've got, though, the Lansing, Michigan for the capital letter. I can't think of another L at the moment, but I'm sure. The,
5: I'm uh, sure. the other is Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah.
9: Okay. Thanks, great show. Thanks. Bye.
4: Uh, Roseanne and Tom.
6: Yes, Roseanne oh, and Tom. are sure. 92. Very good. Yeah. All
4: right. All right. Keep them coming. Okay. Well, that's as far as I can go. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter.
11: Sambuca. <laughs> now, I, I was going to say that because, you know, I won a few weeks ago with Good and Plenty, the oldest candy in America. Mm. So I had licorice on the mind. It was my answer. Anyway, listen. Um, according to the Unitarian Universalist Assembly, used to be called church, who were the five presidents who were Unitarian Universalists?
5: Go, Dana, go! Huh? Yeah, no, I, I don't
4: know. Was Wilson one?
11: No. Um actually a few a they, few of them are from very early
6: Did they declare themselves to be this or did the Unitarian church declare them to be this
11: yeah, yes they declared them to be this because of their belief in saying uh, Oh, um, yeah.
4: how uh, the
3: John philosophy? Adams John
4: huh? Adams was one John yes, Adams and, and the John song. Quincy Adams yeah yes. I think we're both Unitarians
11: and they uh, also actually say that uh, Thomas Jefferson was on. Just based on the profile of their belief, the idea that, well, if there is a God, He got things rolling, but it's up to us now. You know, the Age of Reason. And but but more, who are the two uh, came after that? And I'll give you a um, uh, broad. Use. Uh, Millard Fillmore's. You're right. Nice. How did you know? Yeah. Give him a bell. He knows how
4: Thank you. And the uh, next one the next one is uh twentieth century. Uh, it's um it's either Harding or sh was it no uh Taft. Yeah
11: you were about to say it, I think.
4: Taft.
11: <laughs> yeah Taft was yeah. Taft. Very Good. Way to go, Dana.
4: Um Very good. That's it. I think that's as far as I can go.
6: That's we got all five. I can't think of anybody else. Got them all.
4: Oh, did we oh okay. yeah yep. Great. Yep.
6: You, you ran the table
4: all right I'm sorry we we gotta rush you off because we're almost out of time here we gotta we gotta clean up all right, thank you, thank you very much, okay, time to clean up uh what do we have josh start with uh
5: all I got left is goldschlager, which is cinnamon schnapps Ooh. I, don't oh. know, okay. I don't know anyway that's it that's all I got all right, don't get we- drunk on that no
6: uh groovy kind of love either of you got that no.
5: Yeah. It's nope.
6: Clemente's Sonata in G minor. And <laughs> it, uh, Alejandro by Lady Gaga was inspired and based on Victorio Monti's Casardas, which I'm probably pronouncing poorly. Um, any more guesses on the siblings or the marriage? No.
5: No, I
4: don't. Um, no. oh, no.
6: The other two sets of siblings were Mary Kate and Ashley Olson, oh, sisters. Of And Bo Bridges and Jeff Bridges, which I remember. Oh, yeah, I
4: certainly remember that.
6: Married Couples, Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman were on, Richard Benjamin and Paul Apprentice, and Uh the one I was sure no one would get who listened to the show is Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey. Uh uh, (laughs) I barely know who they are, but there you have it. All right.
4: That's it for me. uh, According to a group of academics, uh, what is the – Most misspelled major city name in the U.S. That is Tucson, Tucson, Arizona.
6: Cincinnati, more misspellings, I would think. Yeah,
4: uh, five countries where the tourists most outnumber the population, Andorra, Monaco, Bahrain, Palau, and Malta. Mm -hmm.
5: Okay.
4: So the two most commonly, uh, excuse me, the two most common men's first names that have 10 letters or more in the United States, according to the Census Bureau, Christopher, C H R I S T O P H E R, and Christopher, K R I S T O P H E R.
5: Okay, it's sure. a trick.
4: Uh, no, what, not really. Kid. What was it? Uh, what was third? On the list. No, I, I only have it, the top two. Okay. So if we didn't get to your call, I do apologize. My thanks to Josh Cossett from the San Francisco Chronicle, Lori Fisher, Davo Valley College. I've been your moderator, Dana Rodriguez. Please remember, we will be here next Sunday at 5 p.m. And we'll, we will be here on New Year's Day at 5 p.m. And then on January 7th, we'll be moving to Saturday morning. So please join us next Sunday. Thanks to Joanne Mar for having the board and phones. And thanks to you for taking the time to tune in and call in. Have a great week, everybody. Please join us next Sunday at 5. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.